It's the character in this one. Yes, it's audio eccentricities. Millions of blessings and sorrowful moments in living beyond means, but to have a character perched inside of one's soul, ready to leap to different sides, and a long sense of unbelief, but yet a confidence that kept the character growing so as not to stop. And to sit on top of a, a shelf in the imagination of cliff, steep, the ocean down below, dashing amongst the rocks, his feet dangling. So swells in moonlight came all night. The chill got to him and he walked slow to the cottage room above Mrs. Warbley's little home. And then he crept under the thatched wool blanket and rest his head on real bird feathers. And he tried to turn on the radio, but he fell asleep. In the distance, I told my uncle I see a naval vessel following a, a cargo ship. Oh, yes. And why are there clumps of black tar? Oh, they let go of the oil. It's against the rules, but there's nothing really to stop them. On the trip back, I was left alone to look out the emergency door window in the plane. And I would stare at the ocean for hours. And I could see tiny waves left behind by ships. And then to my astonishment, I saw a pod of blue whales but my father did not believe me. And in the 80s, saw heartbreak. But who doesn't see heartbreak in their 20s? And I was grateful for my parents and my sister. Although I seemed aloof, and distraught. It's just the way I am. Well, it's 2010 now. And I am the man with the magic hand, I think. I travel through the city on buses and trains, and I, I leap over park benches if I have the energy and I laugh aloud. I have indeed the magic touch. I proved it to myself on a sunny Tuesday in May and I touched a poor forgotten child neglected by her mother and her four other siblings. And when I touched her, she laughed and then she skipped away and jumped into her mother's arms. I looked at my hand. And on downtown train number two, the train came to a sudden stop. 
and the lights went out. And then back on again. And then a woman uh, stood up and began to shake a bit. And she fell right over before all the others near the front of the train. It was not good, but fearful. And I, I pressed the red button repeatedly on the side of the train. And then I ran my hands and knocked on the, the side of the train. And then I came up to the woman and I touched her head. And just then the door opened and Mr. Wonderful walked in with a stretcher and equipment. I walked the rest of the way home that night. And a dog followed me. And together we stopped in the corner and rested. Man's best friend and my forgotten dreams. What should I do with my hands? I saw a children's hospital parking lot and worried parents leaving their cars and coming back, worried about their sick children. And I saw a mother walking back to our car and I stood in front of her. And she just looked at me and I said nothing. And I put out my hand and I cupped her ear. And I said, tomorrow the sun will rise for you and your daughter. She did not look alarmed at all, but she quietly got into her car and left. Next day I was watching for her behind a boulder and I saw her walk with joy and hope. Wow. You know, I was proud of my hands. So I went out to Atlantic City, tried my hand at roulette, and it was nothing. I was ashamed of myself. I was starting to get terrified again, that feeling of dangling my feet over the cliff. I could never swim. I was always terrified, but now I have these magic hands. So I walked straight into the surf on a lonely stretch of beach and no one was around. I'm going to go for a swim and my hands will save me. But soon the truth came, but I had my magic hands but they were attached to my crazy arms and I could do nothing. I raised my hands above my head and I was pulled out by a lifeguard and dragged to shore. I told the young man I almost died and you saved me. I know not where it comes, but here are my hands. And the lifeguard looked confused but happy. 
and seeing that I was all right, he walked away. And then he looked back, and then he looked forward. And then he stopped and he looked at his hands. There's dark hands and there's light hands. And they're working right now. One with one purpose in mind and one with another. And every century or so there may be a few who have the hands that create something that forever is lasting. But then again, your hands have created much. Look at them. Audio Eccentricity, Stephen Frank Thompson. Ten men, please. 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 Okay. Yep. I'm your storyteller, and I wish you all a good evening and a, a good night.